Welcome to Banana Peel Boulevard, the podcast where we take the fall so you don't have to. Now, here's the adult in the room, Becky Harnden, and national award-winning columnist and author, Gary Jordan. Thanks so much, Michelle. Hi, friends. Hi, Gary. I love this one. Um, This episode was one I was really kind of looking forward to because it was such a great and wonderful memory. Um, We're talking today, I guess, I don't know, how would you frame it? Like about the things that are around us that we... That we just don't... uh, The good things that are around us that we just don't notice on an everyday basis. They pass us by because we're focused on our lives. We're focused on other things. And maybe just because they're here. You know, this caught me in a different way when I read this. You know, I read this originally when it was published, however long ago that was. And, of course, I read it to get ready for this episode today. And it caught me in a different way. And I think it's because you and I are both, I mean, we're prolific travelers. There's there's not usually a, a month that goes by that our feet are in one fixed place, right? Understood. So this pandemic has grounded all of us okay. in in quite a lot of ways. Um, and so we've had to find new things to do in, in our place. So it's our current situation has made me look at things differently in our own hometown. That are geographically easier to get to and seeing them in a different light. Definitely. I just think there's so many things around us that, and I know this is how you see the world too. It's one of the things I've always appreciated about you is that um, if we stop and notice things a little bit more, I I don't know why this just came to mind as as you and I are talking, but I was uh, driving through Myers Park a couple years ago. And it was just a regular Sunday morning. Uh, It was about, I don't know, 9 a.m. or whatever it was. I'm just driving through Myers Park. And there's a little, in in the middle of Myers Park is a little park. And there was uh, like a, what seemed to be about a 10 or 11 year old girl in her Sunday dress. And her parents were a little bit ahead of them. And she was pushing a stroller with what appeared to be her baby sister in there. And it was just this wonderful sunlight coming through the trees just a little happy girl on a Sunday morning. And I, I really stopped and I sort of took, you know, mental snapshots of that moment. Like that was just, it was just a, just a lovely moment to look at. And and ordinarily I would have driven right by it because I was driving and not even noticed it, but I took the time to stop for a moment and just see it. And I think I think there's more of those things to see if we think about looking for them. Well, you know, New Yorkers in general aren't looking around every day going, wow, I'm in New York City. How cool is this? This is my cafe. This is where I get my coffee. (laughs) You know, they're going about their business. They're doing their thing. But when we go to New York, it's new and it's fresh every single time for, I don't know, I've been there a million times. Why is it still new and fresh to me? I don't know, because I don't live there. That's why. Mm Mm-hmm. But looking at our own hometown where we live, Tallahassee is a beautiful place. We have canopy roads. We've got these gorgeous century live oaks that are protected and of such value. Um, I have seven of them on my property. Mm -hmm. Do I stop and notice them? You know, other people do. People come here to see those types of things. You know, uh, Bernice and I play this little game when we 
uh, are looking in a neighborhood or, or just driving through, what would we be thinking if we had never seen this before? What would our perception be of our neighborhood if we didn't live there? If we were coming from out of town and seeing it for the first time, what would we think about where we live? Uh, what would we think about if we were driving into Tallahassee uh, from Thomasville, from 319 in, and, and what we saw was all that commercial to begin with? What, how would that define how we feel about Tallahassee? What would it feel like if we were coming from the south part of town and seeing uh, the infrastructure between the airport and downtown? I mean, um, I, I think that's healthy to kind of take a different look at you know, where you are and what you see. And that that's kind of what happened uh, and drove the writing of this chapter uh, because of a totally unexpected thing that made me kind of rethink all that and really started me on this journey of trying to pay more attention about the things that are around us all the time. It's a new sense of appreciation, I think. You know, you can take for granted what's around us and long for something different. But when we really stop and look at what we have, it, you know, strikes us in a new way. Well, your New York example is a really good one because sometimes it's just changing your point of view. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think back to when when the pandemic first started, actually we had not quite embraced the fact that it started yet. It was spring break. And my daughter's senior year in high school, and um, we were desperate to go someplace cool. She really wanted to go someplace cool. I mean, we looked at Costa Rica and the Bahamas, um, New York City, of course, because that's always a go-to. And just for some reason, obviously we know now, nothing was working out. So with a really bad attitude, I booked this huge house to accommodate you know, all of us and all of our friends down in Rosemary Beach. And I was so sour about it, which is so embarrassing mm-hmm. to admit. <laughs> if you've ever been to Rosemary <laughs> Beach, it is a spectacular place. But it's common to us. It's our it's our two hours away, easy getaway. It was where you didn't get to go exactly. that defined what you saw. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And let me tell you, as that trip evolved and and the pandemic started to really become clear. I got so grateful that we were in Rosemary yeah. Beach. Yeah. Well, that, that's what drove all this. Uh, and so uh, I think folks uh, who live he, live in where we live in the Tallahassee, Big Bend area, or wherever you happen to list, listen to this, uh, whatever it is in your area, I hope this helps you see it in a different light. So let's read. Bridge Views. This is Bridgeviews. It was a chilly Friday evening the week before Christmas. I was halfway across a small bridge in the sleepy waterfront town of Carabel, Florida, when I looked over my left shoulder. What I saw confirmed that for me, a decision I had made 41 years ago to call North Florida home was the right one. Hang on to that thought. The Gray Dog is a hole-in-the-wall breakfast place in Greenwich Village. You walk in and run smack into a wall of breakfast aroma, muffins, bagels, and coffee, all mixed together. A couple of wobbly tables, a waiter with a t-shirt emblazoned with, let's eat grandma, and let's eat grandma, commas save lives. (laughs) I actually love that (laughs) t-shirt. I wanted that t-shirt after I saw it. it. One entire wall is brick. 
Not fancy new brick, because some designer thought it would look cool, but because it was the wall from the building next door someone built 90 years ago. There's a familiar din, locals doing nothing but being locals. Bernice and I had found exactly what we were looking for, a cool little New York breakfast place. The pancake was great, but not better than the ridiculous maple-schmeared pancake at Bada Bean, the small Tallahassee boutique diner. Everything we ordered came with a side of New York, and that's just what we were looking for. We loved it, but it wasn't better than the coffee and conversations we have with Mike, the owner of the Egg Cafe and Eatery in Tallahassee, Florida, another of our favorite breakfast stops. When you come out of the mountains in Spain and head to Malaga, the anticipation of seeing the Mediterranean is pretty cool. Actually, the last mile before that first view is through an older, rough-looking industrial section. And the first look at the Mediterranean is past a less-than-inspiring roadside park. But the mystique of the old sea was real, and we jumped out to capture the moment in pictures. I promise you, if I put aside the romance of the moment, the view is not prettier than that first moment when you turn the corner just past Panacea, Florida, and see the Gulf of Mexico on Highway 98. The view isn't older than the Gulf, but somehow the sense of Mediterranean history overwhelms you. Tell the story of tell the story at your next dinner party about turning the corner and seeing the Mediterranean, and everyone will give an audible sigh. Tell them about turning the corner on Highway 98 and seeing the Gulf, and someone will ask you to pass the salt. Look, I get it. I understand the importance of getting away. Sometimes you just need to change the view. See new things. Taste new food. But what changed for me is a new appreciation of what's around me every day. It doesn't mean I don't want to see new things. It's just given me a chance to really see, and I mean really see, what's been right in front of me all along. My friend David Hanselman has a home on Live Oak Island, and he gets lost in his love for that place when he talks about its allure. It's where life transition, he tells me, from the woods to the marshes, to the sea, all seen in one view. David has not missed what's right in front of him. And it's more than just places, it's people. I just had a cab driver in Washington, D.C. ranting about the State of the Union. I listened, but my focus wasn't so much on the content as it was on the Capri-esque moment of getting to hear the wisdom of a cab driver in D.C., but spend 30 minutes at the Kiwanis Club of Tallahassee Northside meeting with four crusty older guys pontificating about City Hall, and you realize that what charmed you about the cab in D.C. was right in front of you in your town. You don't need to go to Williamsport to see American tradition. Go sit at a local Little League game at Myers Park and just enjoy the show. The parents, the kids playing, and the kids not playing, all of it there will be 50 things to make you smile. Sometimes what's right in front of you is the hardest thing to see. Maybe it's because we're just used to looking at it. It takes a conscious effort to look at things you've seen a thousand times and see them as new and appreciate them for what they are. And I think that's true for people as well. When you add a layer of someplace else over anything, it can seem more interesting. What I saw over my left shoulder that December evening in Carabao was kind of a marriage of lights, the docked fishing boats and the small town's Christmas lights all blending together. If you had sent me that postcard from Cape Cod with that picture, 
I would have sighed, and I would have thought how much I would love to be there to see it, and then I realized I already was. And that is Bridge Views. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on Banana Peel Boulevard. I hope you take a minute to look around you, wherever you are today, and notice something that maybe you haven't seen before, and appreciate it in a new light. We'll catch you next time.